This is Ros Jones, your business coach with my weekly podcast show, Bold Business Bits, coming to you from Yorkshire. This is where I have a great conversation with a phenomenal female business boss. We share some of the bold stuff they do, lessons they've learned, adversities they've overcome, and the fun they have. And then I'll be dipping into my toolkit and sharing a top tip. Business can be lonely, so make sure you join us each week and be part of our show. Well, hello and welcome to episode 35 of Bold Business Bits podcast show. This is Ros Jones and in this episode I'm joined by my guest, Business Personality of the Year 2018, Michelle Mook, founder of Pro Development. It was a real delight to speak with Michelle. She's always fun. She can't help laughing. She's interested in people. In our conversation, she talks about how her life changed when, in a moment of brilliant clarity, she realised that her personal values were not those of the big corporates she worked with. Since that moment, and with that clear sense of purpose, Michelle went on to set up her business to make a difference for people in other businesses, and since then has overcome some tough challenges and celebrated some great successes. Listen on and hear Michelle's story. Hi, Michelle. Hi there. Thank you so much for coming on to the show today. So here we are, Michelle. It's a, a beautiful day. It's the first time I've been to your office and what a fantastic venue you have here, your office and training room here at Forest Farm. So you've only been here a short time. How did you get to be here today? Mm, yeah, so the training room that we're sitting in, uh, we've only had for a couple of months. So that's very new, but we've actually been at Forest Farm now for four years, actually. That's wow. scary how quick yes. that goes. And as all great businesses start off, we started off in the back of the garage in my house in Wilberforce. And that was back in 2011. So, yeah, it's been a real journey to getting yeah. here, but uh, very exciting. Very exciting. So uh, a perfect time for the, the new year as well, new start, new year. Mm. So um, before 11 years ago, did you say? Uh, 2011, Okay. Yeah. So how did you get to be in your garage in Wilberforce? Yeah, so I was, um, I've always worked in learning and development and done employee engagement and team building and team development. And then found myself uh, probably about 10 years ago now working for a big global company and had been doing some work on my values actually through some coaching I was doing and had a huge epiphany. And Your personal values? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I uh, was doing a coaching qualification at the right. time yeah. and as part of doing that, um, had a coach to work with and that was an incredible experience for me. And as part of that, he did some work with me on my values, the things that mattered to me. And I just had that huge epiphany and realisation of why I was not really enjoying working for a big global company. Right. So that was enough to stem me to then set up pro development. So I left mm. that big company, a big global company and a big salary and yep. set up with absolutely nothing. Wow. <laughs> so what was the what was the motivation? What inspired you to, to, to do that? Is it yeah, what gave yeah. you the courage if you like? I think uh, that's a really interesting question. I what gave me the courage? I, I think the values work definitely was a defining moment for me because one of the one of the big values that kept coming up time and time again was making a difference. And that's when I had that huge realization that I was not making a difference where I was. So that kind of helped me to really explore, well, what did I want to do then? What 
where was I going to make a difference? And realised that actually if I could do something locally with local companies and smaller companies, so not the big globals, but smaller, what I would say real businesses, that actually that's where I would make the biggest difference. So, yeah, a bit of a wing and a prayer and a kind of a dream and a actually um, I'll just do it. I had some challenges on the way, but yeah, it was... uh, the best thing I ever did. Yeah, fantastic. For you, what's been the best thing about, you know, of course, you, you're now living your values, which is so important to all of us. But what's, and you're making a difference, but what is it that makes you jump out of bed every morning? Is it still that or is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the values, I think for me, the values of the sort of became very integral then to everything we did. So having worked on my values, once I set up pro development, I decided they, those values would aligned to the business as well so they became a part of the business Mm. I then started to share them when I went out networking and meeting people and interestingly it's when you start to share your values it's then interesting what you attract back in so the more I kind of put my values out there the more I attracted those kind of people in including an amazing team so I had a very strong vision when I set up the business I knew I didn't want to do it on my own Um, so I always knew I was going to build a team and I've now got a team of six people which is is incredible and that's what gets me up every day is knowing that I get to work every day with people I really love working with with clients that we love working with doing the work I love doing and that that's it for me in a nutshell and you know I often kind of pinch myself feeling really lucky that I'm getting to do all of that yeah fantastic what's been the biggest challenge for you along the way is there oh gosh plenty (laughs) plenty probably right at the outset actually one of the biggest challenges for me was at the time when I was doing the work on my values my husband at the time absolutely didn't want me to set up the business he didn't want me to leave this job I was probably the kind of main wage earner and it was a really big problem and but I knew if I didn't do it it, I wouldn't I would always regret it but making that choice and um, I think living my values probably for the first time in my life I always say we do loads of leadership development and I talk all the time about how that's probably the first time I really stepped into leadership because I made some choices for myself that I knew were important but it cost me my marriage, wow. uh, which was really challenging at the time. So I'd found myself six months into setting up a new business with no income and uh, and no husband either wow. <laughs> and two children. So that was a huge challenge. Yeah. But I always say, I think my business saved me because it, I kind of had that, if I don't make this work, I'm doomed. Yeah. So I'm going to have to get on with yeah. it. And so really worked incredibly hard. And, um, so, and yeah, so overcame that and kind of went on to find that I was actually very, very happy as well yeah. doing that and find living that life that I really mm. wanted. Kind of then I think the next probably really big hurdle was probably about two years into the business. We'd grown really quickly. Sue had joined me. We were getting lots and lots of work, which was fantastic. But we were stuck as well in that place where we were both busy delivering. We'd stop and then it'd be like that kind of like, what's the next piece of work? Yeah. 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 We hear that all the time, don't we, in small businesses. And so having, realising the only way we're going to break that cycle was to kind of grow. But that growth came with, we had to get an office because we were going to have to take on people we were going to have to take on people. So suddenly we'd gone from this kind of what I would say, a bit of a lifestyle business really in the back of the garage with no overheads to suddenly a big office, 
and employees. So pretty much within two months, our overheads had tripled. And that was hugely challenging. I think, you know, no matter how much you think you've planned for and thought about how you're going to get that growth, it, yeah, it was it was tough. We had a, a, a tough year following yeah. that. Yeah. But, you know, stuck to it and it's come yeah. through. And we found since then that's become easier and easier. Yeah. You're just kind of growing the team then. Our overheads yeah. haven't massively increased. So, that yeah, yeah that's been a good and, thing. Yeah. What does pro-development look like in the end? Mm, that's a really good question. We talk about it sometimes in the office. I think at the moment for us, we've got a we've got a plan, a five year plan. We want to keep growing. Uh, we always say we don't want to take over the world, just Yorkshire. Yep, <laughs> so we're yep. just trying to really. Yep. We've got a very clear vision that we want to stay locally. Yorkshire and the Humber is our area. Yep. We don't go beyond that, and I really love that. Again, working with local companies. So yeah, just. For us, our sort of vision is is really helping people to create great places to work in Yorkshire and, and really helping Yorkshire to become a place where people see it as a, an area that has great businesses. Yeah, just keeping growing, growing the team more and more, bringing in, you know, newer people. One of the things that we really want to do is start growing some of our own talent as well. So we've probably been in a position where we've had to bring in experienced people, whereas we're really keen now to start looking at finding opportunities to bring in some younger people and start to develop them for the future as well. My son's just started working with us, which has been really interesting. Mm. Another challenge. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But, um, But yeah, really, really great. So yeah, just just keeping growing i don't really know if i've got an exact end game but for then for now that's yeah. a, a great place for okay. us to be yeah yeah fantastic so you've talked about some challenges what about some of the really good highlights of being you know the best times for you the proudest moments of mm. being in business since that time when your husband walked out yeah yeah so um I think it's it's funny, isn't it how it's sometimes it's the little things i think the first time the first time we ever got a paycheck from a client probably was a really big um I can still remember that I think when Sue joined me a year in that felt like a huge thing because I'd worked really hard in that first year to get enough work for the both of us um so she could join me I think getting the office office keys yeah uh the day that we moved into the offices here that felt like suddenly we were felt very grown up yeah but a really really exciting time I think probably a really big highlight was uh, winning the Business Personality of the Year oh, yeah. Award yes. that I won in 2018. Uh, my team put me forward for the York Press Awards and I won the award, which was really, yeah. I mean, just to be shortlisted for me was incredible. But yeah, to win was something else. And then this year, they actually asked me to go and be the after dinner speaker, which oh, was wow. really yeah. scary. Yeah. Um, but again, felt, you know, another really kind yeah. of a big, yeah, so lots and lots and lots of successes. But I think probably the the thing that keeps us going is the successes we're having with our clients yeah. and just seeing them grow and develop and their people kind of you can feel it when you walk into the businesses yeah. that it feels yeah. differently yeah. because of the work that they're doing to engage and develop the people. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably the kind of successes that we get that we really love that keep getting us up in the morning yeah it's so good somebody this morning was talking to me about uh women in business so do you are you have you experienced any particular challenges would you say as a woman in business compared with how you were you know 
working in corporate for your, you know, what's been your experience or have you never really consciously thought, oh, it's because I'm a woman or this is difficult because what, what, what do you feel? Yeah, no, I haven't actually. It's funny because I often, um, I, you know, I, I read a lot about women in leadership roles. We do leadership development for men and women. So we've just won some funding, which is to help develop women in leadership. So it clearly is still, and I, you know, I know from reading things, it's yeah. still a really a, an issue for many people, but it isn't something I generally feel like I have, have struggled with or been particularly conscious about. Yeah. Um, we work with all sorts of different organisations, all sorts of different business leaders, men and women. I don't feel like being a woman has got in my way. No. Sometimes, possibly, I think it's even been an advantage. I think, you know, my, my view, certainly of the women I've worked with, is women make incredible leaders. Yeah. They have that ability to kind of tap into that emotional side and um, show vulnerability, which we know is what makes yeah. really authentic inspiring leaders so I've I think for me sort of my journey probably to setting up the business and doing that work on my values I feel like probably in the last nine years since I've had the business I've probably been the most authentic I've ever been in my life and I know that that is what inspires other people so I think I just be me and and get on with that really and not worry too much about you know male female just yeah yeah. helping businesses as a human being yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. I, I agree actually um it's interesting isn't it? it's like um, they say what you focus on you get more of or what yeah what you focus on you see more of around you so maybe that's what some people do focus more on that I don't know yeah possibly possibly I think because it's not something in my consciousness at all no. I just go to meet people but I, we are, I always say my every time I meet somebody new for me, that's just exciting. I love meeting new people. So I think that's kind of what my focus is always on yeah. is kind of, you know, we, we talk a lot about it when we're networking. You know, a lot of people struggle with networking. And I always say I love networking because for me, it's just an opportunity to go and meet lots of new people uh, and interesting people and, yeah. and interesting businesses. So. Yeah. I think maybe it is a little bit around kind of where your head is. Yeah, I think so. I don't think about it anyway. So and your personality type as well, I guess. Yeah, you, yeah, like, possibly. Some people love people. Yeah, some people don't. Yeah, no, definitely love. Well, network is not for everybody, is it? But no. If you find that it does and it works, why wouldn't you just carry on doing yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We like to have a lot of fun in our business, and I know that you do. Mm. What's been the most? If you're willing to share this, you don't have to name names, but what's been the most hilarious experience? Because I know that sometimes you do these outdoor things as well, don't you? So, what, Have you had uh, some sort of hilarious experiences and lots of fun oh with any of your clients? And that's yeah. you on the spot there. Yeah, well, um, we all the time. And I think it's, it's one of the reasons, interestingly, fun is one of our values. So, again, one of the things that when I did the work on the coaching, what that came through was playfulness is really important to me. So we actually had that as fun in the business. So what is one of our core values? We share it with all of our prospective clients. I often say if fun is not something that's for you, then we might not be the best yeah. people to work with because we love to have fun in everything we're doing. You know, and we laugh. We, we proper belly laugh at lots of, lots of different things. I think the experiential learning that we do probably helps to surface some of those hilarious moments because we've, you know, we've had so many different things that have happened. I don't even know if I could 
name one particular one there's so many different things right, that happen but, fun. yeah one of the i think one of the kind of long-standing jokes is always whenever we go and do any outdoor stuff how many times will michelle fall over because that <laughs> tends to be my thing wherever okay. we are i remember one sliding pretty much from the top of a hill down to the bottom right uh, on my bottom yeah. um so yeah l- i laugh a lot at myself yeah. which i think is probably helpful <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely. um but yeah i think we um Life's so short. We, we've always had that thought, just, you know, enjoy the moments and have fun. And we know that's when people do their best learning anyway is when they're having fun. And it's those memories, isn't it, that pe- that stick in people's minds yeah. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Brilliant. And if so if I'm here, I'm uh, a woman, just start, or even just a person, just thinking about starting my own business, Michelle, mm. what one number one piece of advice would you give me? Gosh... What, just one? Blimey. Well, maybe you've got a couple, but the <laughs> yeah. top tip. It's interesting. One of the things I can remember having a conversation with my husband about at the time when I first set up the business is I went and did loads of networking. And I remember him saying to me, you're never going to win business just going out and talking to people. Right, okay. Uh, and uh, he just didn't get networking at all. And interestingly, when I got my award nine, eight years later, when I went up to get the award, the um, the guy who gave, presented the award to me said, I've done this for many years. I've never seen anybody get a standing ovation before. Why do you think that is? So, of course, I completely just did that usual, you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but reflecting on it, it was the networking because I'd gone out and met so many people. Yeah, yeah. Some of those people have become clients, but many of them have become friends, have become um, strategic partners, people that we work alongside, people who I refer work to through our business, people who we buy stuff from, just a really great network of people. And I think that would be probably one of my biggest tips is uh, surround yourself with really amazing people yeah. and there's plenty of amazing people out there particularly yeah. in Yorkshire I find yes, which is where I'm doing all yeah. my networking yeah just surround yourself with great people positive people and be giving help people because they'll they'll help you as well and I've certainly found that you know that um, what's really nice now is I'm so far into my business journey it's nice to be able to help other people yeah. who started theirs as yeah. well so yeah make time make time for people I think it's probably one of my biggest yeah. tips yeah. Um, and I think that kind of then is the same within your own business surround yourself with great people you know employ great people find people who align to your values who um, will support you but I think there's um, a saying isn't there always get people that are better than you yeah and I think absolutely you know find really great people then that's when you get to work with people you love working with every day and and clients as well yeah sound advice indeed Uh surround (laughs) yourself with amazing people yeah well thank you Michelle it's been fabulous to speak with you today thank you so much thanks Ros In our conversation, Michelle spoke about the importance and impact for her of business networking. Business networking is just one of hundreds of activities available to us for growing our business, whether that's finding suppliers for your business, paying customers, referral partners, or just people to share challenges and successes with. Basically, though, it's a way of connecting with new people. And even in business-to-business enterprises, we're all dealing with people. There are all types of business networking events, referral groups, coffee and chat groups, social events, training events, special interest groups and so on. They can be held at different times of the day, early morning, 
before the day starts, lunchtime, evening, mid-afternoon and so on. Business networking is not for everybody. If you're reserved and a bit shy and don't like speaking to new people, you either won't want to do this or it is possible to learn how to enjoy doing it. So there's loads of information out there and people will help you be great at networking. But I do a lot of networking myself and I've learnt a few really key things, I think, that I just want to share with you today as my top tip. So here's my personal top tips for making the most out of business networking. I think, firstly, it's really important to choose the events that work best for you. So think about the people that you want to meet and where they're going to hang out. Where's the best location? Do you want to travel? Do you want it to be on your doorstep? How far are you prepared to travel? Also, the time of day that works best for you. If you've got kids you need to pack off to school, then an early morning one might not be right for you if you can't find somebody else to do the school run for you. Can you take some time out of your day at lunchtime to go to these? So think about what works best for you. If you're a woman, you might want a a woman-only event, and there's loads of those around. Also, bearing in mind the type of group, are you prepared to find referrals for people for each meeting? So some networking events insist that you take, that you find referrals. Can you do that? Or are you looking more for a learning environment or even more of an arm around the shoulder kind of event? So think about what actually you want to get out of the event first. And that's, that will help you decide which ones to go to. Normally you can test out different groups and go there and see if it feels right for you. But no, sometimes if it's not right the first time, it takes a couple of times before you can actually decide whether that event's right for you. And my second point really is to be curious and interested about other people. It's easy to put labels on people by the way they dress, their name, the way they shake your hand, the kind of business they're in. So be prepared to look beyond the label of what a person actually does for a living and ask great questions. Just be interested. This does come with practice, I found. (laughs) Maybe you can help that person. Maybe you share same place of birth or the same interests, maybe they can help you. Once you get speaking with people and asking those questions, all sorts of things can come out. It's amazing. I always find that the the really deep connections you can make with people. Number three is be more interested in collecting their contact details than actually giving out yours. So if you've forgotten your business cards, it doesn't really matter as long as you collect theirs because you can follow up later. But if time's limited, so if you go to a networking event and it's an hour long, you want to make the most of your time there. And rather than just stand speaking with your friends or with just one person, take their contact details and move around the room. Meet as many people as you can. Arrange to meet people outside of the event to get to know them more. So, you know, rather than spending the whole hour with one person, have a chat if you think they you might be interested in finding out more about them which you probably will do, then just arrange to meet them outside. But don't be pushy because people don't like being sold to unless they ask you first. So you know, just make it a conversation, an interested conversation to see how you can help them. Number four is always follow up with people that you meet, either through a phone call, an email, connecting on social media, or even, and I love this one, a handwritten note through the post. And then finally, as Michelle said in our, in our conversation, be authentically you. You know, just be yourself, smile and have fun. So there's my 
personal top tips for networking. Hope they're useful for you and that you've enjoyed our show today. This is Ros Jones saying bye for now. Remember to subscribe to the show and share the love. This has been your Ros Jones Bold Business Bits podcast show. If you'd like any further information about anything we've discussed today, please just get in touch. Go to businesscoachingyorkshire.co.uk. Please join me again next week when I'll be speaking with another phenomenal female business boss with bold business bits. And remember to subscribe to my show. Thanks for listening. Listener.